The Fontenelle Final Bell Podcast is presented by Fontenelle Hybrids. The solutions you need, the relationships you trust. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. A Monday upon us, another frigid Monday at that, as Brad Coima joins us with Coima and K-Mag out of Sioux Center, Iowa. And as always, Brad, when we have you on, it's great to dive into the cattle, but you kind of made me take a step back and look at the calendar because you talked about some cash already happening in, in northern Iowa today on a Monday. On a Monday, no less. Yeah, I know. It's very unusual. Um, there was... Uh uh, actually, some uh, cattle traded up here at 128.50 picked up, um, which uh, basically, you know, to give you some reference point, last week the, the, the south was 128, Texas, Kansas. Um, the north was 128 with a little bit of 29 and a even smaller bit of 130 on some, you know, inside confinement kind of cattle catching probably yield a little better because the weather conditions up here too are are equally as poor as they have been in northeast Nebraska, if not worse. Um, so the 128.50 I thought was kind of encouraging on a Monday. You know, why do they do that if they didn't need to buy some cattle? Uh, there was also uh, I picked up uh, some uh, of the majors bidding as much as 204 in Nebraska, which. You know, it's kind of like Monday's the day off where they ride around and take stock of what the show lists are, uh, things like that, rather than actively in the market. So I thought that was a bit encouraging, um, uh, you know, to see that kind of activity already on a Monday, Susan. Well, it kind of sets the tone for the week, but then it comes back to that month of April, and you talk about some low numbers happening there. What do you see in for our cattle guys as we prepare? Well, if you, you know, you look at that, cash news and say well that that's probably a little encouraging and then you look up at the screen and go well i wonder why april is twice as bad as all the other months or more uh april easily the weakest month this morning down at r20 june down 62 august down 52 so uh, but what, what you have here is a market that um the players in the market i'm the old guy in the room right uh, done this long time and, and the market participants have changed over the years to are now one of the significant, most significant market makers are the funds, okay? Um, and that's a broad term, but, uh, you know, that's what he uses. Uh, open interest is very, very large, generally in the marketplace. It's around 420000 The all-time record cattle open interest is 431718 made in May of 2017. So we're at 420 okay? Um, I... The April by itself open interest is very, very large, mostly on the heels of massive fund buying. Uh, so these funds are long, uh, and they all know they have to roll at some point. Uh, the official Goldman Sachs roll begins Thursday. There's always pre-roll, yada, yada, ahead of that. And so even though the cash news last week, Friday, and even the indications of cash today, the stronger box beef, blah, 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 it... Uh, one has to remember that, that these funds can make an ostrich fly, okay? Uh, if, the, if, if the funds decide that, that the, 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 whatever the path of least resistance is, that is what the market will do, at least in the short term. So uh, a big fund roll today and some of that on Friday as well. Uh, uh, they won't last forever, but that was surely the feature of the day today. Well, seeing that huge movement in the cash today has got to give some optimism to these cattle producers as they continue to dig out. They deal with these extremely cold temperatures. Those that are calving, my thoughts and prayers go out to them. Those that are in the feedlots just trying to keep cattle eating. Oh, you know, my, I, I agree with you. I, uh, I'm 
extremely sympathetic to anybody that um, is, is dealing with livestock care. Um, you know, I feed a lot of cattle myself. I I, 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 I get the feed bills, right? I get the closeouts. Uh, I see the death loss. I see the poor efficiencies, the terrible rate of gain, the cost of feed, all the rest. I, um, I, I That's why, you know, I, I, I still have a fundamental, fundamental orient here. You know, I'm, I'm oriented fundamentally more than I am technically. Um, and, and so as I look at, you know, okay, what, what do, we, do we really have for visible supply coming into March? Uh, you know, the, there, there may be some, uh, in my opinion, uneducated that would say, well, well, it's supposed to warm up. You know, if it gets to be 30 degrees, that'll help, right? I said, yeah, that'll turn all that snow into mud, which is even worse than, 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 any, than snow. So uh, to me, you know, looking at the next 30 days as we, you know, finish out this month of March that we just started, I I really think that the cash market's going to stay pretty darn stout uh, because of the available supply and, 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 the, and the pounds that are off of these cattle that aren't coming back, I don't think. What are we going to see as you, as you look ahead um, beyond that, as we get towards the, the early summer months, as these cattle that are still in feedlots or just going into the feedlots continue to try to play catch-up? Well, yeah, that's a good question. It's a little more of... Uh, uh, require a little more foresight than typically you and I do. I, I'm of the school of thought that, well, you know, I'll lay it out there and then, you know, please give me the chance to be wrong. But uh, I think generally speaking, from here until the end of June, I think the market is going to fare better than what most people thought, me included. And I think it's because it's influenced partly by the weather, but it's also influenced, influenced greatly by what has been not just good demand, but tremendous demand, okay? Um, as you move from Particularly, you know, we've been able to hold this, this this meat market through this kind of weather. You know, it will be spring sometime, and I think we'll still have a Mother's Day and a, and a Memorial Day and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, as we start to move this thing closer to where you can see the end of it, like, say, in April and, and the May features that you're going to have, you know, to me, if you're going to continue to kill this rate that the packer has, and why wouldn't he? He's making plenty of money. I, I think that the cash market lingers pretty good. Now, I'm not saying that cash can be 130 in June, uh, but but if you know if we were still up in the 120s, low 120s, I wouldn't be at all surprised. Now, before everybody gets carried away, um, we still have more cattle on feed than a year ago. We still have record red meat supply. Look at these poor hog guys, 38 cent cash hogs or something like that, and you're talking about a dollar 30 cash cattle. Stay what in the old days you wouldn't even have that in the same sense. So I would still be diligent, you know, particularly cattle that you're going to have in the second half of summer, in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, uh, August, September, October. Uh, I, I think the market supply is vulnerable there. Uh, so I would be careful very much so if I was a hedger in that area. All right, well, stick around, folks. We're going to come back. We're going to finish up on cattle, jump into the hogs, and then the grain side of our complex. It is the Fontenelle Final Bell on this Monday on the Rural Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield as Brad Coima joins us with Coima and K-Meg out of Sioux Center, Iowa. Left off talking cattle, Brad, box beef. What's your thoughts? Uh, box beef is fine. I think we go a little bit higher here. Uh, I think you could take the boxes to 224 to 5, and then maybe that's it for a minute. But, um, I, you know, I'm very, very, very content that the demand is just fine. In fact, it's better than just fine. I think demand on the cattle, that's not the problem. I think it's very, very good. Uh, looking at the uh, hog market, they have not seen um, some good news with all that China talk over the weekend. It didn't seem to help them out. 
this hog did. I, you know, you talk about, you know, having some sympathy for the, the livestock producer, the cattle guy that's outside, well, or the dairy guy for that matter. Another segment of the egg economy that's very, very upside down. Uh, the whole thing, we just got a ton of hogs, okay? Uh, now we thought we were going to be dealing with a little better demand window, uh, picture. Um, and, uh, every time, like over the weekend, again, I thought, okay, some progress on the, on the, on the, um, you know, China negotiations, which we can get into in a little more detail here if you want to, but um, the inability to sustain any kind of up move on the hogs is just uh, horrifically disappointing. And some of the problem there is that the people that are a little bit friendly, they want to crawl all the way to the back month um, and say, think that, well, hopefully we've liquidated enough hogs. Hopefully we've, you know, the problem with this ASF thing is that if you're in China and you got a hog that weighs 150 pounds and doesn't have ASF, they want to sell it, get rid of it, right? I mean, they, they, before it gets sick, let's quick sell it. And, and so that's created a, a maybe a bit of a pseudo big supply, but a big supply nonetheless. So everybody's thinking, well, eventually we'll get through that and it'll be better. But I, you know, I'm hoping that that big spike down that we made a week and a half ago on the hogs, I hope that's it, you know, when that when the Junes went down to close to 72 cents. Uh, to me, I, I, to me, June hogs should be worth more like 82 to 85, but, you know, that's one guy getting the vote. It's been hard to sustain any kind of move because we just don't get any concrete news out of China. Well, speaking of China, on, this, on the grain side, as we jump over there, the soybean market literally watches every tweet, every bit of news with bated breath. Uh, you got that right, um, and uh, the, the 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 trader is 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 tiring. You know, I mean, he, he's wearing out from this stuff. Um, the the uh, the hopefulness is beginning more 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 and more difficult to 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 believe in. Now, I would say this, and I, this is over my pay grade. Okay, uh, this is not my area of expertise. I'd rather talk cattle fundamentals, as you guys can all tell by now. But as we look at this China situation. This, there was, this was always a kind of inherent problem, and this is from people that are much, much smarter than I am in regard to this deal. And that would be that we were, you know, it may appear to the soybean farmer that it's about beans or the hog farmer that it's about our inability to sell enough pork there. But this issue is very, very broad and complex. And, and, the, and the thing that, that a lot of the insiders were, the, were worried about was that the most complicating part of us getting along with China was this proprietary... Um, um, whatever you want to call it, the computer stuff, okay? You know, there's this, this, this proprietary technology. And uh, the other thing was the way they've handled their currencies, all right? Uh, both of those have been extremely contentious in terms of, 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 of what's, uh, what's, what's been the big impasse and the big unfairness with, with our general trade deals. Both of those issues have been addressed. That's what we're being told anyway, that for the most part they've come to some understanding of, of, of both the currency deal and on these uh, proprietary co- uh, computer uh, uh, technology stuff that, that, you know, they feel like the that was the hard part, that the easier part is, okay, let's lower the tariffs than on beans, let's lower the tariffs on your, on your, on your iron and steel and blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know, you know, I, I, at the risk of being overly optimistic, I, I'm hoping that maybe we finally have laid the framework of, of a deal, but it couldn't come any sooner, right? 
Are we having any weather concerns? I know as I talked to producers this last week at Commodity Classic, those producers to the south really concerned about how wet they are. The Mississippi River already over its banks. And how, as we saw in the news today, all those storms that have moved through. Slow down to spring, does that put any pressure on those folks in the north? Why doesn't it already? I think you guys a great question. Why don't we see it already? Um, you know, in the corn, particularly. Um, Yes, it's a concern, uh, absolutely. Um, how about for the long-term, the 30-day forecast up here says we're not going to be above 32 degrees until the end of that 30-day period. Well, that's that's the 1st of April. You know, Do you think you're going to be planting corn on the 15th of April? There's not a snowball's chance, I don't think. Anyway, you know, I, maybe things change and the weather guys can be wrong, but it, it's going to have to. Don't forget that we went into the fall just wetter than all get out, you know. Um, I, I, I'm surprised that the corn doesn't have some sort of uh, uh, what if. You know, what if we don't get this stuff in on time? That's the way the market has a tendency to overreact to that. I think that's coming yet. I would uh, I would have a little enthusiasm for the corn market, particularly being a little undervalued here. All right. What's the best way for producers to get a hold of you? Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, 800-358-3047. We'd love to talk to you. And that's the Fontenelle Final Bell being brought to you by Fontenelle and all the local dealers on the Rural Radio Network. You're listening to the Rural Radio Network.